Welcome to episode 57 of Coffee Pods and Wads, sponsored by Rain Body Fuel, the ultimate fitness focus drink to support your performance, and kindly sponsored by Ollie Clothing, a brand dedicated to helping you in your pursuit of success. They make products that support all active endeavors and create content that has clarity and convenience to the self-development process. And they also have a massive sale on at the minute, so get onto the link in my bio and you can grab yourself a bargain. Um, you can become a citizen of caffeination at the link in my bio as well. And there's a discount for a whoop strap there if you're considering joining. It's a bit of money off. Um, if you've already joined, you can use the show uh, league code COMM, all caps, hyphen, 200828. Um, and you can just keep track of how you're doing compared to other people like Tim Paulson and other people like that are in there. So it's kind of cool to compare yourself and feel really bad about yourself. Um, <clears throat> this Friday marks the last of the friday episodes so i started two week to act as some form of distraction during lockdown and a bit of a release for me and hopefully for you as well um i obviously work so doing two episodes a week isn't really going to be sustainable long term and i'd hate for the quality to suffer just so i could keep up the quantity um, wednesday episodes are going to continue as normal and i have some absolute whopper guests lined up um, so now that normality has begun to return and hopefully stay forever Today marks the end of the Friday episodes, hopefully forever. Um, today's guest is Renato Macassi. You might know him best as Fury Photography. Um, Renato works with loads of brands like Born Primitive, Innovate, Virus, Chesty and loads of others. Um, he's worked at the games, he's been to sanctionals and local events and all while building a family and keeping up his day job. And he's a pretty cool guy. So enjoy, listen, share and tag. Okay, so you don't drink coffee, is that correct? That is correct. I do not drink coffee. Cool. How do you end a call on this? Many people yeah. in this world, but I do not. I do not drink coffee. Is that like? Have you ever had it? I've had it. I've I've tried it. I just don't like the the taste of it. I don't like the smell of it. Uh, for whatever reason, I just I don't know. It just gives me a, a I don't know. I just don't like it. I try it. I've I've tried on different types of coffees. But even like, uh, like, would you eat like coffee cake or like something that's with flavor of coffee in it? It has to be like super light. Or like, like an espresso I, martini I have, or something. Again, I've had those, but it's not, it's not like my favorite. It's not like, yeah, oh, I, can, yeah. I have to have, I got to have another one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, my wife drinks, I don't know, God knows how many coffees a day, which she's probably happy that I don't drink coffee because then she gets to drink all of it. Yeah, so, that's true. That's fair. But, <laughs> uh, um, one thing, one thing I know you do like is cookies. So cookies. you and Danny Spiegel, uh, like, have just pissed me off so much the last like two months. But like these consistent daily pictures of cookies, and they're not like normal. You know, oh, here's a cute little cookie. They're like cookies on steroids. They're massive. Yeah, so they're uh, so about four <clears throat> hours north of me. There is a uh, company called Fat Ash Bakes, but it's a uh, P-H-A-T bakes. Um, so her and her husband made cookies. I guess they kind of just started off doing that and it kind of exploded. Um, you know, I, I visit Danny whenever I shoot uh, up north. So I drive her away and uh, she showed me about these cookies. I actually met the lady that cooked, that bakes it. She's super sweet um, and they're, they're delicious. They're unreal. And it, it's one of those things where I I used to like like regular cookies and now I can't even yeah, I don't even just, want them anymore just to compare it. it they're just sense. so shit. It's just like you're you see a normal cookie, you're like, what are you, why do you even bother? Yeah, even a regular chocolate chip cookie now, I, I can't because she makes chocolate chip cookies as well and it just blows it out of the water. It's insane. Yeah. Um do you listen to a lot of podcasts then when you're traveling around like driving for or flying for photography sessions and stuff? Um, I do, but it's mainly like local sports because um, I'm a huge football fan. Uh, the local Wait, you're, team. Are you, you're south of Miami? No, you can't, you can't go south of Miami, can you? You're in Florida, are you? <laughs> yeah, south of Miami would be Key West, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm north of Miami. I'm probably okay. about an hour north of Miami. Um, it's not that bad of a drive if there's no traffic. Yeah. Um, I'm in a place called Coral Springs, which uh, we'll probably know Coral Springs. Um, but the nearest bigger city would be called Fort Lauderdale. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I've heard of that. So down there is, uh, you know, where I stay and, um, yeah, like, uh, when, when I, it's a local, when I, when I listen to podcasts, it's mainly like the local sports, Miami Dolphins, Miami Hurricanes, even though there's not much going on now, 
Um, yeah, they must be finding it tough to fill like an hour episode or half an hour episode. No, it is tough, but the, the podcast I listen to is, is not uh, fully like, uh, like they talk about sports, but a lot of the times they just uh, talk shit. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It ends up being, you know, a, a good time waster and stuff like that. And uh, I, you know, I have the, the stuff downloaded. So when I go on long trips and there's a couple days that I missed, I just go back and uh, listen yeah. to them. And what, like what makes you go back to those ones then? What is it about those ones that you enjoy? Um, I think it, it's just entertaining. There, there are three guys. There's the producer and then there's the two hosts. And uh, they, for the most part, when they're not talking about sports, they're roasting each other or they yeah. do little bits. And, and, and it's, it's entertaining. It's not like you're listening to sports anymore sometimes. And you kind of get caught up in that and it's fun. Yeah, I don't know if you saw, I can't, oh, I'm, I'm going to totally mess this up now, but there was a meme I saw recently of like, it was like, you know, the tagline was like me listening to podcasts and there was like a, f- a framed picture of like people in a nightclub having like loads of fun or whatever or in a pub or whatever. And that was the framed picture. And then there was just like a person with a wine glass beside like laughing along, like a real person outside the picture laughing along. And I always think that's like, very accurate for podcasts where you're listening to a conversation and you're like laughing along and they can't hear you laughing but you're like oh my god that's so right man and then he, yeah. you know there's no response there's no to and fro but it's still like you're kind of part of a conversation in a weird way like you yeah, know there's, there's definitely times where I'll, I'll listen to something and i'll just get caught smiling because i'll have my headphones in yeah, yeah. and uh oh you're smiling now. Well, i'm just listening to a podcast and um i've listened to a few years i listened to you know uh make watch great again you know those are the other things other than my usual sports stuff um if there's a podcast that i that i'm uh interested in or there's a someone that i'm interested mm-hmm. in or that is on I'll obviously like kind of tune in really quick have you been interviewed before for a podcast this would be my first and how, like there's no point saying how you're finding it because we're like three minutes in but like was the the lead up to it like were you nervous or were you kind of like oh it's just another oh, yeah. thing another oh, step like i was like oh man what are we gonna what's gonna happen am i gonna freak out I, no no i i uh i guess it's a lot smoother so far we're only you know like a couple of minutes in but uh yeah no it, it's a super laid back it's cool i like it yeah i mean i did i did I was on a different, I was on another podcast. I was on the Ollie podcast and I found it really weird where there's no, like you have less control than you normally would. Like I'm sure you're the same when you're taking photos and stuff like that. You can tell someone to move into a certain place or like to do so, oh, do that again, but do it this way or whatever. Like you've got a lot of control there or a lot of input, I guess. Whereas when someone's asking you questions, you don't know what questions coming next. So there's that kind of unknown thing where it's like, oh, what if they ask me something and I just freeze and don't speak for like a minute and a half and, or, you know, get tongue tied or can't think of the next word that I wanted to say. Or what I found was I started like Louis, the presenter of that show was like asking me questions. And mid-answer, in my head, I'd be like, you've gone so far off topic. Like, how do you plan on getting this back to what he actually asked you, like, four minutes ago? I mean, I, so far, it's been good. It's been, I mean, I like it. It's, it's been, uh, the best probably, the best word is probably natural. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you want. And, that's, and I'm pretty sure that's what you kind of strive for. In the yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, so um, how, how do you find, how did you find crossfit in the first place or how did you become involved in the sport so going back on that one um it was i want to say eight nine years ago maybe a little more um i i just uh i was I got out of high school you know just did my thing i was in college and then uh you know i wanted to kind of get back in the shape but for whatever reason uh the la fitness thing or, or sorry la or just the regular glo- gym yeah yeah global gym wasn't really it wasn't doing much i didn't know what to do i would just wander around for the most part uh, like just waste a bunch of time and then uh there's a app called groupon which is like uh yeah we have that yeah okay so then uh groupon and then i saw like a crossfit and like okay crossfit i've I've tried it out and uh, my first ever crossfit was crossfit crossfit prestige in north miami beach um so bought like a three-month groupon um and then i tried it and i fell in love with and been doing it ever since um i saw recently like you were 
putting up some stuff on your social media that you were trying to lean out a bit after you kind of got caught unawares after doing Murph and found yeah. it a bit harder than other years. Yeah, as, so that was that was kind of fun. So it all kind of started for the most part, um, you know, bef- even before quarantine. I'm not going to blame it on quarantine, but even before quarantine, for like the last two years, I probably haven't been training or eating the best to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, I did like a, a doctor's checkup and uh, they put me on the scale and then I saw the number and it said 253 and that's the highest number I've ever seen on myself. So yeah. that for, for me was a wake up call. It's like, dude, there's no way I can't be 253 right now. And I didn't even have shoes on. So <laughs> I can't even blame my shoes, right? So uh, These shoes weigh 40 pounds. <laughs> shoes weigh at least five, you know, but I didn't so yeah, and then uh, ever since then, I was like, I have to do something different. And uh, for whatever reason, what I like to do is I just like to put my body into shock almost. And I think it was like a couple days later was Murph. Um, I had recently bought a vest, a weight vest. And um, I've never, ever in my life have done a workout in a weight vest. So that was the first one. Yeah. I mean, I've done Murph before without it. Yeah. So. I figured, well, if I'm going to put my body into shock, I'm going to might as well just do this. And uh, it was a horrible decision, but it 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 made me realize how horrible in horrible shape I was compared to what I used to be. I find the uh, thing with a weighted vest, though, like obviously it adds weight to everything that you do. So like just walking around, it's a little bit harder. But like just taking that like long deep breath is it's gone you can't do it anymore like you can't just open up your lungs anymore like every breath has to be a little bit shorter and that's like and open up you have the pressure from the front and the back yeah yeah to keep the vest together yeah it's tough i find that especially if it's hot that you're just like you just want to take one really long breath and you're not able to do it yeah down here i think uh our it's it's our lows are like 85 degrees and it's humid so it's uh no matter where you go, it's hot down here, especially. It's the worst. Yeah. And why, like, why did you decide, was it just accountability then that you decided to put up pictures of the scales and different numbers and stuff like that? Was that just, like, to kind of keep you on track? Or was it just in case, I don't know, it might help someone else? Or um, I, I really, so I had no intention of actually... I've, I've actually had people message me like, hey, man, I'm, I started actually losing weight or I started working out a little bit more or I started eating a little bit better because of your stories because I don't put that on my main feed I actually don't put anything on my like of myself really on my main feed it's only other people or people that I photograph so the story I think would be like mine right Mm. so um you and cookies (laughs) that and cookies (laughs) that and cookies that's for sure um everyone talks about those cookies too um so yeah, I, I uh I didn't I didn't really announce that hey I'm gonna be losing weight or anything. I kinda just did it. And uh I started seeing the number trickle down quicker and quicker. I uh well backtracking when I found out when I was two fifty-three, I was like I have to make a change, did all that stuff, I did workouts and then I, I had to uh I found a nutritionist, her name's Katie, she's in Australia. Um so friend of mine I talked to her on Instagram all the time. And then I was like, Hey, look, you know, what do I need to do? Like if write up my macros, what do you think? Like, and then she pretty much, we were like on the phone for at least an hour, just interviewing everything about my tendencies, what I eat, what I need to eat. And at the time I was still eating the cookies. So I was like, look, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I told her, I was like, look, write up whatever macros I need. Just make sure. Build, it, build my plan around these cookies. I plan around having one of these bad boys. All right, perfect. So she did. Um, so it was, it was fairly easy. So when a lot of people would say, oh, well, how do you lose weight with the cookies? I'm like, well, they, they kind of just fit with what I eat. So yeah. it ends up... Uh, I just eat lettuce the rest of the day and then I get to have my cookie needs. <laughs> in, in reality, I only, I only eat half because I'm half to forcing share with my wife. Yeah. Oh, selfish. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but yeah, in reality, I have half, which is fine. You know, I don't, it's the cookies are, are thicker and they're larger anyway. So eating half in reality. So. Yeah, yeah, it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, it's probably best. For the best. 
um with, with your like photography then so did like w- were you doing photography say like kind of bridal stuff or wedding stuff and corporate stuff first and then started doing fitness stuff or were you did you like train crossfit and then think geez like there's a market here for photography or like how how did the link come about so this is a, a funny an interesting story so i've i've been into photography since i was younger my dad gave me a camera when i was like in the end of middle school um you know did it throughout high school i did like the advanced classes in photography where they had like a lightroom where you had to do everything by film and everything by hand and exposures and stuff like that so that was always fun um and then for whatever reason after high school i just stopped i put all my camera gear which is a small bag um into my closet and when i lived at my parents house and uh I, I just left it there. And then I went to college. And then even four years after that, after college, I, I stopped. So um, why, why do you think you stopped? Do you think it was like, is it because it's kind of nerdy I, I or a bit like tell you yeah. what made me stop? I don't know. I, I just, from, I think I being in college, I just was just wanting to work on college. I went to school or I went to college for graphic design. So I wasn't really focused on the whole photography stuff. Yeah, I think it's interesting though because a lot of people, a lot of people do stuff when they're younger that makes them really happy and that they love doing, and then when they hit that kind of like college or university age or whatever, maybe even halfway through like secondary school or high school, they stop doing it because they think like, oh, I don't know. I'd say some people probably think it's not cool, and some people probably think it's they maybe need to change a bit and grow up or whatever, and then I think like you're maybe one of the lucky ones that kind of found it again, like that rediscovered it. Whereas other people leave it too late before they're like, shit, I used to do that when I was a kid and I loved it and I never did that anymore. So I think it's funny that you came back to something like that. Well, the way that I came back is, is the funny part. So I, uh, like I said, I think it was, was it like eight years, eight years. I didn't go with that. Well, hold on. Sorry. Uh, it was nine years, nine years after I graduated high school, I put my bag in my closet and then uh, I, I went to my mom's house at the time. Again, I'm, I'm doing CrossFit or whatever. And uh, I go over to my mom's house and then she's like, Hey, um, you know, kind of go through your closet and like get your shit because uh, you don't really live here anymore. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily like get your stuff, but just like see if there's something that you yeah, might want yeah. to take. And I found, I, you know, in the deepest corner of the closet, there's, Moved all, the, moved all the porn out of the way and found this yeah. camera at the back. <laughs> um, so then, uh, yeah, I found my old camera bag full of dust, right? Like I almost recognize, unrecognizable. I opened it and I was like, ah, well, let me, just for the hell of it, let me just take it where I go. And uh, yeah. I started shooting again. I had to get a couple batteries because the batteries were shot. So got found a cheap battery on Amazon. Um, started shooting again at my gym where I was working out just just to play around with it because I actually never shot uh sports photography until until I brought it to the gym and the camera didn't cut it it was it was so old and so beat I I couldn't do nothing with it so I ended up once I realized I liked it again I bought a camera and then once I outgrew that one I got another one uh and at some point, you know, business started slow, like slowly rolling in. You know, I wasn't really. Did you do? Did you do kind of like pro bono stuff first? We'll say like, did you do kind of like you know local comps as a favor kind of thing and putting stuff up on Facebook and Instagram and then got spotted that kind of way or like did friends ask you to do stuff or how, no. how like how did it turn into a business? I suppose. Um, I knew a lot of people that were local in CrossFit in my area. Yeah. Like I would go to a bunch of gyms anyway. Um, yeah. I would drive around, you know, because I knew a lot of people and, uh, you know, just bring my camera and take pictures and wasn't necessarily like I wasn't trying to be pro bono. I was just trying to do something fun that I liked and yeah. see how it would come out because I really wasn't experiencing it at all. Mm. Uh, started playing with, around with it. Like I said, got more cameras, got better ones. And then I ended up just spending all the money to just get the, what I needed that would be able to last um 
for more jobs over and over and over again. Um, and then I want to say, you know, uh, I, I met Danny when I was uh, visiting or meeting my, so the way that I met Danny was meeting my in-laws for the first time, which was before I even picked up a camera. This was at the time where I didn't have a camera. Yeah. Um, and met her and then every single time I would visit that area because at the time she was in Melbourne, Florida, um, I would visit her and, you know, train there and, you know, just drop and leave. And once I started getting my camera again, um, I mean, she was always an animal. She was a beast and CrossFit. And I think at the time she was still at the regional level. Um, and I said, Hey, you know, I'm going to just bring my camera. She's like, yeah, come on, let's go. And, and it's been, you know, a friendship ever since. And, yeah. you know, it was good. And I uh, kind of built from there, started taking photos. I went to Wadapalooza once as a spectator, just brought my camera. And then uh, I, I want to say that Wadapalooza was when it, it kind of started really taking the ball rolling because yeah. uh, I would just shoot a bunch of these athletes. And again, I wasn't necessarily the person that knew every single name of every athlete. I just took photos of everyone and uh, I would get reposted and then, you know, so on and so forth and it kind of just ex exploded from there and local out to me oh hey you know uh, i'd like to shoot this or i want you to shoot that and some uh sometimes i would just meet people in general uh when i drop into gyms or while i'm at a shoot or stuff like that and it's always just networking talking to people um i you're never really above anyone else you're just kind of like you know I, there's people that I that I met that I didn't even know that they owned uh, companies or anything like that, and then they reach out to me later. Oh, hey, you know, I, I like I like your work. I want to you know do something. Yeah. Um, uh, you've but you've like a a quote real job as well. I yeah, I have a real job. My real job is I'm an insurance agent. So that is, is, it, is like, is it hard then balancing like so if you've got work like an actual career that. Mm -hmm you kind of need to do and then a career that you want to do and then like you know like a sideline I guess and yeah. then you've got you know you want to do your own training and you want to like have a little break that kind of way and then you have your family and then you've got like a new baby at home as well like is it hard to balance all those things like do you feel, do you feel like maybe sometimes one might suffer or one might dip so that the others can come up and so on so it, that's, an, that's an interesting topic so with photography uh well so I, I i enjoy my real job yeah yeah um and i also enjoy having my photography as not my main job and the reason being is because at least for me because i know myself if i do something every single day the same thing over and over again i feel like my creativity is going to drop yeah and I won't like it anymore because then it would feel like a job. Yeah. Yeah. Right. At least for me, I know people that can do it all day long and, and not even blink. Yeah. Um, so normally I do photography when I have my off days at work. So I also sometimes work weekends. So when I work when I'm off during the week, like today, um, I'll most likely book something or plan something ahead of time. So that I would do either in the afternoon or in the morning, get that done so that, uh, you know, either way my son is in daycare because he has like a schedule there. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I pick him up early. And, uh, you know, so it ends up, so when it comes to that, the schedule is pretty good. I, I want to say sometimes the, the, the family suffers only just, so in my main job, I either work nine to six or I work one to nine. And the, the odd thing about that schedule is, you know, nine to six, I'm gone all day. And my son likes to sleep by like six thirty, seven o'clock. And, and, and then by the time he wakes up, it's the next morning. So luckily for us, he wakes, he sleeps throughout the night. Yeah. What's that uh, like? <laughs> I know a bunch of people are going to hate me for that. I know he's yeah, I've, I'm not particularly fond of you after that sentence. <laughs> and we've been lucky. We've been, super lucky that he's been doing that since he was like about two months old so uh yeah we've been really really lucky like my and wife put put sloan down for a nap this morning she was awake at like six or whatever 
and she put her down for a nap at I don't know like half eight or something and then I got a fright I was down tidying up the kitchen or something I got a fright I turned around and Orla was standing there I was like and she goes look at me downstairs in the morning because she never really usually gets to leave the room so like when you start talking about him yeah. sleeping from six to whatever yeah that's that's uh, yeah, no, yeah, a bunch of people get upset yeah, yeah. A few friends of mine that that they do, they're like, oh man, what the hell? They, I mean, and they have uh, older children. I mean, slightly older, maybe a couple yeah. months. And I'm I'm happy for you. Like I say that through gritted teeth, but I am still happy for you that you've got your. <laughs> I'm happy for me too. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, we definitely he's a good boys. We got lucky for sure. Yeah, it yeah. Been, I'm sure it could have been worse. So. Right, people keep telling us that if you've got one, that's a bad like sleeper. The, the next one will be good. So well, we do have a second kid at least. The reverse. Yeah, that yeah, maybe, yeah. Good. So don't let it don't let it tease you to have another one right away. <laughs> that's, that's what don't I'm let it lull you into a false insecurity. Yeah, no. I, there's no way uh, I plan on having it. We already spoke uh, to my wife about it. Probably the next time we go for two is, is uh, maybe when he's two years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I, I tell my wife, hey, as soon as that second child comes out of you, I'm going to tell you to move over because I'm getting fixed because I'm done. I'm going to me up because I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing this again. Do you find yourself then, because you're obviously photographically minded and then like, I suppose especially in the early days, babies are incredibly photogenic. Did you find yeah. yourself just like consistently taking pictures? Oh, I take pictures all the time. Yeah. All the time. And uh, and I'm glad that I have like the cameras that I do, and they shoot the quality that they do because I I uh, I couldn't imagine having you know because we print out our own photos, we have yeah, a little yeah. album, so I couldn't imagine taking photos and it's like from iPhone photos. Yeah, yeah. It 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 would like I don't know. I see. I have the blessing of ignorance there because I can't. I have nothing to compare my iPhone pictures to. So I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. That's a nice picture. Like if I put on portrait mode, I'm like, oh my God, it's so clear. Whereas you're probably like, yeah, it's shit. I mean, <laughs> iPhone has come a long way, man. I've, yeah. Stuff that I've seen that it can produce, I'm actually kind of surprised. But Yeah. Um, you've worked with like, so you mentioned Danny there. And like, uh, you've, you've photographed a lot of top athletes. So like Danny and then Josie, they'd be, I suppose they'd be your two local-ish kind of people that you really fun time with them I, the last time i saw him which was i mean a couple of weeks ago uh, every single time i'm with them like my ribs hurt because yeah. they they are just a, a, a great set of people to be around and they're so funny yeah they're, they're a very uh like a good bad influence on each other as well like they're oh, yeah 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 they're, they're um but you've you've worked with like say top brands as well obviously the two girls are with born primitive and then you've got virus as well and like other smaller startups and then you've been at the games you've been at waterpalooza with your camera you've like photographed like noah sarah chandler like they're like i suppose what like what does success look like for you with it with your camera in your hand because i suppose if it's a hobby there probably comes a point where it becomes untenable as just a hobby where it needs to be something more. So is there like, have you got goals in your head of things you want to do or are you kind of just playing it by ear? So for me, I kind of just go with the flow. If, if something gets to the point where I'm making stupid amount of money where I can't, I need to do this as a full time. Great. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all for it. But until then, you know, I like the schedule that it is. And, yeah. um, the thing about shooting for brands, you know, Born Primitive, Virus, Chesty, you know, or Bellabox, you know, whoever, right? It doesn't necessarily matter who. Um, the thing about those gigs is that it's not, sometimes it's not every month, right? Mm. Sometimes they only need you once uh, every Probably couple months. Each, each collection, I suppose, if there's a spring, summer line or yeah, whatever, yeah. It's not like they come out with something every week. So it's, it's not always. Uh, yeah. And then also the brands it's not like they only use me they use people from all over the states so uh we're all kind of sharing right yeah. so it's not it's it's one thing if if yeah it, it would be ideal right if every company only used me right then yeah, i yeah. would need to have a regular job but that's not how it works everyone has their own style everyone uses someone who uses this photographer for their style or in their local area instead of having to travel someone or or whatever so um is there a brand that you'd love to work with? Oh, all of them. 
I, I haven't really had a brand that has given me trouble so far. Is there anyone that you've, say, a brand that you use or a brand that you like or whatever that you've never had contact with, but you'd be like, oh man, I'd love to work for them? Oh, what, like Nike? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. uh, Exclusive photography rights for Nike for yeah, a 10-year yeah, contract. Sure. Any, anybody that, that seems like unattainable, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's who I would like to work with. Um, what about athletes? Then is there anyone that you that you know or maybe don't know personally that you'd be like, God, I'd love to spend a day with them, like just watching them train with a camera. Oh, let me think. Um, I feel like Sarah Sigmund's daughter would be kind of cool. Yeah, she's got good I've, facials. She's a lot of. Hey, like, I, I've I've never met her in person. I've kind of only just shot her from afar. Yeah. Um, she seems pretty cool. You know, I think she would be pretty fun to. to hang out with for a day and, and shoot around yeah um, valner would be another good one i'd say because he's another he pulls a lot of good faces when he's lifting yeah valner i i uh so when Wadapalooza had like a a um when they were releasing their qualifiers uh they had all their athletes actually train at oh that's where you had chandler and carrie yeah. and them yeah yeah, yeah. yeah carrie pierce there was chandler there was alex smith danny Velner. um and it was cool to have everyone there. Uh, Buttery Bros were there too. They're they're working out, and, um, so it was fun to see all of them there and, and see the highest level literally be feet in, feet in front of you. Uh, mm. uh, that was kind of cool. Uh, but at the same time, you don't, especially if you don't really know them and they're already surrounded by a bunch of people, you don't really want to bother them. I mean, for me, going up to Danny's nothing because I've known her for so long. Um, but everyone else, I kind of just let them do their thing and I just kind of send them the photos later. Um, so do you always kind of, st- are you like that kind of fly on the wall thing rather than being like, you know, oh, like walking up to whoever, I don't know, uh, like Chandler and saying like, oh, can I, t- would you mind if I take pictures? You just kind of take pictures in the background consistently like. Yeah, for the most part, I don't really go up to anyone until they're done, right? Like, or they're about to leave. Oh, hey, by the way, you know, I'm so-and-so and then uh, I'm going to, you know, I'll send you a link on Instagram of anything I took. And that's kind of like most of the conversation. Um, But for the most part, everyone's very nice. Everyone's very cool. You know, they're, they're just athletes. They're working out. They're, they're training. That's what they're doing. That's their job. It's fun. And if you say, when you go to Danny and you train, you might train with her the odd time or whatever. Do you ever like, it's it's forever an attitude because you're a pretty strong guy. Like I saw you're doing cleans and stuff and like, you know, you're not, you know, you know, you're not lagging behind too far on any of those, like maybe not the top, top people, but like, you know, you're, you're in pretty decent shape. Like, so is it like, I can't, I imagine going to like a training day, say that where they're all training in front of you. And I just imagine feeling like incredibly inferior to everyone around me. Like just watching them train makes me breathe hard. Like uh, (laughs) that might be coronavirus. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, no, that, um, watching, watching them train is, it's amazing how fast they go. It's crazy. Yeah. I saw you put up a picture. Yes. Or one of the days over the weekend anyway, of Fraser in the games and you were like in the crowd in the background. Yeah, in the background. Yeah. So that, that was funny because in the stadium, there's, they had a media pit where everyone was kind of designated to go. And they said, hey, you know, we're going to limit however many people are in this media pit. And, uh, you know, everyone that is cut off, you know, kind of there are spots in the stands that if there's an area, you can kind of just sit there. Uh, So I was just kind of looking around and I just saw that one spot. It was empty. So I, I, I sat in a different spot and I saw that spot empty for at least 30 minutes. So I was like, I need to make my way down there somehow. Yeah. try to sneak down there and I just sat there and I was literally right at the finish line so it was a uh, it was a good spot to be in and yeah, but yeah. at the same time I also happened to be in a lot of background photos so yeah. it was, uh, it was, <laughs> I, and I like to kind of be like you mentioned before flying the wall I don't want to be noticed like yeah I have my shirt with my logo on it but that's just that's just because it's they told us to wear black yeah, so yeah. um uh so being in a bunch of photos and people are sending them to me like hey look you're in the back of this i'm like oh crap yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and when you so had you got a media pass for the games last year then like a photography pass uh yeah so 
the games was the first time that last year that they allowed uh, before I, I think they used to be like very exclusive and they had a media team that they hired and that was kind of it I think yeah. the last year was the first time that they actually almost tried to do like a free-for-all press thing like what you would see in soccer games or NFL games and stuff like that so I was there for innovate innovate training shoes yeah um they hired me they flew me out there they took care of me I love them they're they're the best people I've probably hung out with or, or hung out for a week uh, in in one little house. It was great. Um, I, I think they're from the UK, so I always tell them like, "I'm just let me know when you need me, and I'll go there." I, I, they're the best to work with. And when you, so when you're if you're hired with them and brought to the games, I assume the remit from them is right. Take you know, here's a list of all our athletes. Correct. Get as many yeah. pictures of them and of our stuff on them as you can, or whatever, and then. Yes. I assume, though, if they're in, say, it's, you know, heat one, there's no innovate athletes. I assume you take out your other camera and you're like snapping whoever you feel like taking a picture of. And then as soon as an innovate athlete comes out, you're like, oh, crap, I'm like putting away that one. Yeah, I think I want to say a lot of the photographers that were there, they were assigned to jobs. But, Mm. you know, why why not take you're in the biggest stage in the world? Why? Why not? Why not take a photo of someone that, you know, even just for your own portfolio sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I would, I would shoot whoever's part of innovate. And then, you know, whenever there was a break, um, then I would go back to the innovate tent. I had like my laptop with me. I would give them images right away so that they had stuff to, to put up. And, uh, you know, then, you know, whenever I had more free time, I would just, you know, on whatever heats, because it was so full with, with different people from all over the globe. You're, uh people with uh, that are reporting speaking different languages all around and then photographers uh a bunch of people that i knew or that i know uh, locally or even from around the states that were there so it was fun to see a bunch of familiar faces Uh, and then when you're working with a brand then like is it so is it more difficult if someone's really vague or is it more difficult if they're really specific so like if a brand is like oh you know just do whatever feels right is that difficult or is it more difficult if they're like okay, we want like bird's eye photos, 45 degree angles with like a fucking flamingo in the background or whatever. Is, it, is that harder when it's hyper specific? Um, me personally, I like the, I like it when a brand tells me, hey man, just do your thing. Like yeah. do your style, we're hiring you for you. Right, yeah. that, I love that. Uh, when it is specific, it's actually, it's easier to get done because it's quicker because you know exactly what you need. Oh, you've got the right, oh, I've got the shot I need. We can stop or whatever. Correct. Uh, you know, for the most part, when it's product shots, it's like, okay, we need to have the product like this. We need the, the person turn this way. We need to make sure there's no wrinkles. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Um, those are quick because you know exactly what you need. You know exactly what they want. Um, when you get a little bit more creative, it's more fun. It's just, it just takes a little bit more time trying to find cool spots or, or movements. You can only do so many movements if you don't have a whole gym with you wherever you go. Yeah, uh, you're not shooting at a gym. Obviously, if you're shooting at a gym, then it's different. Um, Do you ever feel guilty if you're if you're with an athlete and they're, say, if you're doing like grips or something like fo- photography for a grips brand and they're doing like I don't know muscle ups or pull ups or something? Do you ever feel guilty being like, oh, can you just do one more because I missed the last bit? Well, no. So I uh, I want to say when I do it, it's not that bad because I usually try to have the athlete only do like three reps okay so yeah it's i'm not telling them hey do 20 reps and then you know they're (laughs) hopping and popping even though they won't because they're top athletes um but for the most part i'll say hey can you do like four reps so then i'll get one angle do the four reps and then i'll check my camera to see uh if we got like a couple shots in there and then you know you know do the same thing another angle then another one another angle for the most part the same thing so the i want to say there's at total, they probably do like 16 reps. I, I yeah, try to, yeah. I, you know, it's nothing that they're, uh, they're doing full workouts for. Um, would you ever think of going into videography? So I do it. I just do it almost like when I, well, other than when a customer or when a customer asks for or a client asks for it, um, I do it when I feel like it, yeah. you know, like when I have, when I have like a little idea in my head and then I want to execute it. But um, I probably should do more videography. 
I, I just, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just like photos better. Yeah, there's a cool, um, I think you've done a few of them, and I know Paddy Cartwright here has done a few of them as well. Of You know those kind of, it's like a video, but it's like pictures video. It's like a, it's like a jumpy kind of a photo video. They're cool. That's like, that's a, that's a nice little midway point for you between videography and photography. Yeah, that one's actually so much better because you don't really have to worry about the music. Yeah, you know, yeah. that goes behind it because that's another thing with video, right? You can make an amazing video, but if the music doesn't match, then it's it throws everything off. Yeah, or you have to pay for it for the music either, or that too. Um, but with the what you were talking about, for the most part, my camera shoots uh, ten Bursts frames or whatever. Second. Yeah, so most of those clips are only three, four seconds long, or the shots, and it's like click, 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 click over and over again. And then it's more of just when you put it in um, like the video system, which is Premiere. I use Premiere. Uh, it's more of just making each slide like three tenths of a second. So then it becomes yeah, yeah. like a slideshow. Yeah, like a very, cool. very fast slideshow. So yeah. then it almost looks like a chopped up video. Um, have you ever had any days where like it just didn't click like either you or person you're photographing or just the day in general like just n- nothing seemed to work on like what do you do on those days you just kind of find a nugget somewhere like do you just kind of mine for a bit of gold somewhere and just be like right okay i've got this one picture at least i've got that or do you just say like you know what let's just do it again next week um well so for a lot of times i don't necessarily have the time to see to say like hey let's do it next week unless I delivered some photos and the client was like, Hey, look, we're going to need potentially this one to be reshot or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. for the most part, I haven't had, or at least I haven't felt in a way that it was, Oh my God, this is a really bad day. Unless it's, you know, my camera malfunctioning or the batteries are dead, which thankfully I haven't had yet. Uh, knock on wood. So um, for the most part, it's been pretty good. And, you know, I haven't really had many, many issues. Do you get much free, free shit? Sometimes. Not, not all the time. I mean, I love, you know, Innovate sends me a pair of shoes sometimes and, and I love their shoes. Ever since I, I've worn them, I've, I've only worn them. Uh, Chesty gives me shorts all the time uh, because, you know, Chesty for the most part is a bra brand. So I wouldn't necessarily be wearing their bras. <laughs> <laughs> uh born primitive uh, they send me stuff it's again it's not like they send it to me every month you know yeah, like, yeah. a few times uh virus sends me stuff you know and it's uh you know it's always it's always i'm always thankful when they do send me things because i don't necessarily uh you know say hey yeah that would be an awkward conversation now yeah. <laughs> um what's the best thing you've gotten that you've gotten sent oh have you ever gotten sent anything totally out of the blue like say like if you get something from virus, you're probably like, oh, yeah, okay, I've worked with them. That's fine. Have you ever gotten something where you're like, why the fuck is that with this? Or who, like, who's no, this? Uh, oh, well, so I've only gotten, like, a, a random, well, most of, I've never really gotten anything that, because no one would know what my address is. Oh, yeah, unless true, yeah. I worked with them, you know? So, yeah. um, I wouldn't, I think the, at random, Innovate sent me a pair of shoes, which were initially their 300G. Um, and they were the all black ones. I think they initially came out and, and, uh, they just sent it over to me, which was a surprise cause I really wasn't expecting it. So that yeah. was probably one of the cooler gifts that I didn't know was coming. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's cool. I think everyone likes free shit and I think they're, yeah, no, it to say especially no. when they're good, man, especially yeah. when they're good, right. You don't want to, you know, if it's stuff that I'm going to use and great, if not, then, you know, what's free anyway so who cares <laughs> yeah um cool uh we'll finish with a quick fire so i've got some either or oh man put you on the spot um so run or row oh i like both actually but i i think right now i am a better rower but probably before i was a better runner okay uh barbell or dumbbell oh, man again i like both uh barbell barbell see it'd be a pretty crappy quick fire if i was like oh would you rather like a 
you know, get jabbed with a random needle or eat a cookie? Like, you know, that's no, not know. a very, if it's an easy <laughs> question. <it's> not... <laughs> but it just happens to be you choosing things. Like, um, okay. Cookies or camera? Damn. This is tough. I'm going to have, I'm going to have to go camera only because it helps me pay the bills. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have got cookies if it wasn't for the camera, I guess. Exactly. Uh, deadlift or squat? Deadlift or squat? I like squat better. I feel like deadlift, I, my back's going to break sometimes. Yeah, I think, well, most people do. Um, okay, you're, you're building a team to take on Mayhem at the, the games or whatever next year. Who do you draft? Who do I draft? What is it? How many, how many teammates? Uh, how many males? So how two, many you need two, two girls and then you plus one other guy. Oh, I'm in this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you obviously you have to take that into account as well because like you're gonna have. Oh, I thought you. Were, I thought I was just like a coach just picking out four people. Oh, I'm in this. Hey, all you right. can't. Don't just pick like Matt and Tia, and you know, like there's certain oh, people going to be busy anyway. So I, I'll say my male just because I am horrible in gymnastics. So I'm gonna pick Alex Smith. That's a sensible for, move. For second Although man. if if anything synchro comes up, you're fucked. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then uh, then it's like uh, we're screwed anyway. Either way, he's, to be fair, he's probably good enough at gymnastics that he could probably do synchro reps on his own. Yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. do both. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I would say Danny would be one of the girls for sure. Yeah. Who would be the second girl? I think I think Sarah would be would be pretty cool too. Uh, Sigmund's not. Yeah, I feel like that would be my, would be my team. I feel like Alec and Danny probably wouldn't take it particularly seriously whereas Sarah might take it kind of seriously I don't know how well that would marry the... oh no I, I think when they're in competition mode they're really serious but then as soon as the the as soon as it hits time then it's just back to having fun with it. yeah yeah sure. um what's your best memory from working in the sport so from oh, I, I think going to the games was really really fun especially because it was a lot of first for a lot of people that were there yeah yeah um, and we really didn't know what to expect or at least i didn't know what to expect it's my first time going uh you know kind of get a little bit of jitters right because you don't you know you don't know what's going on yeah and yeah seeing all these top athletes for the first time and then it was kind of even it was even neat to see uh people from all over the world that were first in their countries kind of uh uh go as well but it was also it's a, mix, a bunch of emotions because you see these these people that are trying to represent their country, and then first wad comes in and they get crushed, right? And then that's it; they're done. They're, you know, the first one was done. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, what I did wish was I, I wish that they could have done stuff for the day. You know, so how would that, you have felt if you were so say you're you're at the games for the first time taking photos for Innovate, and you're on? I assume in the field like in the stadium outside i assume you're inside the advertising hoarding is it yeah so there's uh there's like, like a, gap, the, a pit kind of thing yeah there's there's like the bleachers where everyone yeah. sits and then there's for the most part like concrete where people can stand and then there's barricades so there's the field then there's a barricade that barricades the field and then there's a second barricade which is we're in between yeah so that's what you call like the pit so how would you have felt if you're taking photos of that first rope climb run snatch workout and then afterwards if like someone came around and was like oh you're done now you you can if they said it to you like you know oh that's it that's your one event taking photos oh, I, would you be can... pissed. I, I would be so upset why would i you know then i wouldn't have made the trip i would rather just stay home if yeah. i can't if i'm there if i'm there to work and i can't work like what am i gonna do i mean because i always think it's kind of like a, a lot of people i think I think people who aren't necessarily in the position themselves, like people who maybe are in a more privileged position or are there more regularly and stuff are like, oh, but isn't it great that they got the chance to go? And isn't it great that they like were there? And it's kind of like, I wonder if you asked that person, though, would you have been happy initially qualifying for the games if you knew then that you were only going to be there for one workout? Would you have been happy? And I don't know I, what I the answer would be for a lot of them. There's there's probably like a, a, a both sides to that story, too. Yeah. Because, for example... I think initially they, you know, they have hopes of getting past the first workout. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah. it's like, I went there because I wanted to represent my country. You know, I'm going to try my best. And if I make it great, if I don't make it, oh, well. But mm -hmm. I, I think it's, it's the competitive competitiveness in them uh, that made them want to go, which is 100% respectable. 
Yeah, right? yeah. You're, you're not going to just lay down, and, and that's a good thing. Because imagine, it could have been a straight-up 5K, right? Yeah. It could have been something that could have been more beneficial for someone that doesn't necessarily uh, train full CrossFit, and then, you know, they're a, an amazing runner, and then now you have, you know, some of the top CrossFit athletes that aren't that great in running, and then they get knocked off over that workout. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it could have went either way, but at the same time, I'm glad that they did the workout that they did because it was almost a pure CrossFit workout. It's a very photogenic workout as well. You got yeah. like, yeah, no, that was fun. It's good for business. Yeah, you got everything. You got rope climbs. You got a little bit of run. You know, you got snatches. You got people you know, crawling over they the line. That's bar, but yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the best picture you've ever taken? Probably of my son. Oh, that's so disgustingly sappy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the worst you've ever taken? Oh, the so everyone. So what I like to do on my stories is when it's someone's birthday, I always <laughs> their worst photo. Uh, because and the reason why I do that is you know I've had people say, oh, why do you always post horrible photos on their birthday? Because they get great photos all year, and they only post great photos all year. Yeah. So why not on your birthday, the one day of the year, why can't it be a rough one? So yeah. normally the best or the worst photo to take of someone is actually when they're doing jump rope. <laughs> what happens is when, as soon as they land on their feet, their whole face melts and they look like they're <laughs> years old. So those are usually the worst photos of everyone to take. So just yeah. a fun fact for everyone else. That's cool. That's cool. Um, listen, thanks a million for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, oh, thank you for having me on, man. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it was a gentle popping of your podcast, Cherry. No, this was definitely a lot smoother than I thought it would be. To be yeah, honest. yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, listen, if I ever, if I'm ever in Florida, we'll go and get cookies or something. Oh, 100. We'll have a box ready for you. Yeah.